Film Comment Podcast is sponsored by Kino Lorber, presenting Baccarat from directors Kleber Mendonca Filho and Juliano Donelles. Winner of the jury prize at Cannes and an official selection of the 57th New York Film Festival, Baccarat comes to theaters starting March 6th. This week's podcast is sponsored by the River Run International Film Festival, March 26th through April 5th, featuring a film noir classic with Gigi Peru and a 70th anniversary screening of In a Lonely Place. Info at riverrunfilm.com slash getaway. Welcome to the Film Comment Podcast. My name is Nicholas Rapold, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Film Comment. This week, we have been reporting from the Berlin International Film Festival, and without a doubt, very high on the list of favorites has been Christian Petzold's new film, Undina. You might know Petzold from his previous features, such as Transit, Barbara, and Phoenix. Undina is a story of a museum guide who moves on from a breakup to a relationship with a new man. But there are undercurrents of something mysterious to this relationship, which draws on the age-old myth about a water nymph. In Berlin, our assistant editor, Devika Girish, sat down with Christian Petzold to talk about the film. Let's go to their conversation. Welcome to the Film Comment Podcast. My name is Devika Girish. I'm the assistant editor. And this week, we're reporting from the Berlin International Film Festival. And today, we are talking about one of the most awaited films at this festival, Undina. And I'm very excited to be joined by the director himself, Christian Petzold. Thank you for being here, Christian. It's great to be here. Thanks. Uh, I, I'll just jump right into it because I just saw the film a couple of days ago and I'm buzzing with questions. I feel like the figure of the Undina has haunted almost all of your films because so many of your films feature uh, unfaithful lovers and so many of them end with death in the water <laughs> or an escape in the water. And I feel like this... This film has been the subtext of many of your previous films. Uh, you're totally right, but I didn't know that when I started uh, making the movie. I, I know that after finishing the editing, yeah, that this there's a the tra- a trace yeah, uh, through my whole work, and I can't escape my, this trace. And you're, you're uh, I'm sure, and you are totally right. And it's something, but for me, it's uh, the, the main trace. Is trace the right word? Yeah, yeah of course, a, uh, yeah. The, the, the spur. Yeah. Yeah, that's where, okay. Oh, yeah. and I should just mention, we're joined by Christian's translator. Songer is my name. Nice <laughs> to be here. Okay. And he's going to chime in occasionally to help us, yeah. help because us move, move I'm, ahead. I'm working on my English, uh, uh, but um, yesterday my, 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 my daughter, who had lived in, in the USA for more than one year, she said my English is more than poor. And uh, <laughs> this, so, my, uh, so my self-conscience is uh, very, very uh, down to earth now. Huh? And, um, but I, I think it's great. <laughs> Thank you very much. You, are, you, but you are not my daughter. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I must. Uh, I must say the thing. What I'm most interested in is, f- for example, Nina Hoss in Phoenix. We have seen Vertigo by Hitchcock several times before, and the 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 idea was that uh, the muse, yeah, the 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 projection of man, uh, uh, male desire, yeah. Um, which is the part of the vertigo uh, uh, um, theme yeah? we we want to change the perspective yeah? we want mm. to to show uh, 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 the vertigo word from out of the perspective of 
Kim Novak. Yeah? Kim mm -hmm. Novak wants to get out of this uh, uh, male desire factory. Mm -hmm. yeah? This is uh, this was our th uh, theme or subject. Yeah? And I think Undine is not so far away from this yeah? because uh, you know in the, the the old German myth of the Undine is like this: there is a man who who felt in uh, who falls or felt in love with a with a woman, but the woman don't. Uh, Love him back, mm. yeah? loves her ba him back, and so she, uh, he is totally depressed, near suicide. And there, uh, uh, he has the possibility uh, to go into a little pond in the forest. And in the pond, there is a nymph. Yeah, the uh, and when he calls calls her name, yeah, she will come out of the water, and she's naked, and she's totally beautiful. Yeah, long hair. Yeah, she's wet. Yeah, and she. Uh, And she will say to him, "I'm in love with you. Yeah? You can have me, uh, my body, my soul, everything. But there's a contract. When you want to leave me, I have to kill you." Mm -hmm. And he uh, says, I, "I never will leave you. You're the most beautiful girl in the world." Yeah? Uh, but now, in this moment, when when they came back into society, uh, when they come back into society, in um, he's now. Uh, as if he is now he's rich and has a fantastic car car in a fantastic house the people are curious and he's now uh, someone um, uh, um, who's they're interested in and also the the first love of him says hey uh, perhaps i have made a big mistake so he's like desirable now yeah she, he's right. desirable mm -hmm. this is the word i'm looking for my daughter uh. <laughs> <laughs> and um so and he came uh, he comes back to, to to the old to the old love affair and let Undine alone yeah and then she's in in the wedding night when he's together yeah uh, the marriage night yeah mm -hmm. so, uh, right uh, when he's together with his uh, the first girl yeah the first woman she, uh, Undine is coming surrounded in a uh, in a bubble of water naked into the, uh, this uh, sleeping room yeah And uh, 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 she will grab him, put him into, take him into this bubble. Yeah? So he's, what does he drink? He drowned there. Mm -hmm. Then the water bubble is uh, running down to the to earth, and he's lying there in this in the puddle, dead. And she's standing there naked, and she says this fantastic sentence: uh, "I uh, teared, wept him to death. I wept him to death. Yeah. And this is." Uh, A fantastic story about men and women, yeah. Uh, and and um, I'm, I I remember my ha female Turkish hairdresser in Friedrichstraße. Yeah? She told me two weeks ago uh, that uh, she's um, she's now um, uh, uh, divorced, yeah, and, mm -hmm. and she's alone, had two children, the old story, yeah. So, and but and she's very very beautiful. And uh, there is an Italian restaurant owner yeah, to the, uh, her, her neighbor, yeah, and he's, he, he fell in love with her, yeah, and he uh, invited her into a restaurant. Yeah. And uh, she, she, she don't know, uh, two years of loneliness, and the first time she went uh, to go out with a man, and uh, uh, but she was a little bit anxious, yeah, and but she. Uh, she She make her hair, little makeup, good clothes, and, uh, and they go out for a for a dinner. Yeah? And uh, he he brings her in a restaurant, uh, brought her in a restaurant on Kudam, yeah, in Berlin, the main street. And uh, he comes inside, and in this restaurant there were friends of him, 
so uh, on tables because he wants to show his friends what a fantastic new girl he met yeah? and then she said to me i stand there looked at uh, have a look to all these men and said i'm his new car yeah? mm. and then he left and then sh uh, she left the restaurant and this i like and this is also a little undine yeah she, she she's so this hairdresser and also undine they want uh, they said to uh, the male world uh, we want, don't want to play this game again so you said you know this trace is in all your films without you even realizing maybe mm. was there uh, a film you saw at a really early age or something you read that you think has preoccupied you and caused you to return to these themes especially of the water yes it's a uh, uh, it's something to do with moby dick by Melville. And, and I'm, I'm sure about that. Huh? Um, I talked with some friends about who asked me the same thing. It was so last year we have here on the Berlinale uh, Agnes Varda movie, uh, um, uh, her last movie. And she's talking, uh, uh, she make a picture of uh, the ocean and the beach. And she's on the beach and she says, she had said in the voiceover, she said uh, this is her, her favorite place in the world because that's the water and the earth, earth in, the same, in, the, in the same picture, in the same place. Yeah? And, there, the, and then I thought that in the Moby Dick, what, what is one of my favorite novels I've read in my life 25 times. Yeah? Uh, in Moby Dick, there's at the beginning of the novel, the... The, the 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 storyteller huh? uh, he, the survivor huh? uh, he said in all paintings yeah in all literature in the world when people have problems they have conflicts they have depressions they don't know where to go to they go to water yeah you can see it in the romantic uh, uh, paintings of the germans and the french you can see it uh, um, in the some many paintings of Edward Hopper, you can see it uh, in the literature. People uh, or in the poems, they went to a lake, they went to a river, yeah? or a, a, a pond, or uh, the sea. Yeah? And also, and, and on on this borderline between earth and water, between these two elements, yeah? is also a historical line. It's a, we are coming, we come out of the water. Not only by birth, yeah, of the of the fruchtblase, um, uh, the embryos inside. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get really yeah, precise. Yeah. <laughs> but also, we are we we came the the, the human kinds are came, came like out of the water. Like evolutionary. Yeah, yeah. And it's so as if we have when we have problems, we 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 go to to the place we come from and to find the source hmm. yeah, of our lives. Something to do like this. I'm really sure. Yeah, and. Uh, Perhaps it sounds a little bit esoteric and Marxist, but but uh, it's um, for me it's it's uh, obvious. Yeah. The film comment podcast is sponsored by Kino Lorber, presenting Baccarat from directors Kleber Mendonca Filho and Juliano Dornelles. Winner of the jury prize at Cannes and an official selection of the 57th New York Film Festival, Bacurau is a genre-bending fable about a small Brazilian town whose inhabitants, among them the great Sonia Braga, must rise up to resist a mysterious and malevolent invading force led by Udo Kier. Manola Dargis of the New York Times calls it a heart-thumping political allegory that tips its hat to masters like John Carpenter. Bacurau opens March 6th at Film at Lincoln Center and IFC Center before expanding to select cities.
This week's podcast is sponsored by the 22nd River Run International Film Festival, March 26th through April 5th in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, featuring over 170 films from 41 countries. This year's archival spotlight features films by Rod Serling with special guests Anne Serling and Planet of the Apes makeup effects artist Tom Berman. Travel packages at riverrunfilm.com slash getaway. Well, on that note, I, I, I'm also curious about your depictions of love. Uh, I, I don't know what it is, but the way that you portray love feels anachronistic to me, no matter what the setting is. So even <laughs> though this is, you know, this is a present day film in the past, your films have been set, have been period films. In this film, especially this kind of the way that they love each other, it it's it's such a swooning love that it almost feels radical and it feels like it shouldn't belong in the modern setting that they live in. Mm-hmm. in like in a bubble. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or it feels old-fashioned. It feels like mm-hmm. something from a different world that somehow yeah. doesn't fit into the this world they occupy of blocks and flats and sterile surfaces and freelance gigs and, <laughs> and industrial yeah. facades. You know... Undine, it's a romantical, a romantic novel, and, and a romantic in a uh, uh, not in an emotional romantic literary it's in, in the in the yeah, oh, and the romantic period in Germany is a reaction to the, the to the, in the beginning of the industrialization, yeah, and because the capitalism they destroyed the ma- they the romantics say the capitalism destroys the magic in the world it's like this yeah when so we we, we are surrounded by love couples who looks into the camera and said we, we we love each other look at us yeah we are using this hair uh, cream we are using this uh, um, this car or we are drinking this drink or we are we are eating vegetable foods from this factory and so yeah so have all all things wants to 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 grab to us like advertisement we have an advertisement love yeah so and the romantic period in germany and in france in europe was a reaction to this they say uh, we we are looking for for uh, f- for this lake nobody touched before yeah we are looking for this kiss yeah? which is not advertisement with, yeah? so and so i talked to the actors and said we you you are not from 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 the past you are outside yeah you are not interested anymore you are like in the romantics are describing a nature which is innocent yeah your love has to be innocent but this you can't say to an actor because he can't work with this yeah be innocent is nothing yeah therefore we are talking about romantic and and I said, uh, we the first day, uh, the fi- first six days of shooting, we are shooting underwater, yeah? because I think that under these underwater shooting, give them uh, um, a, a body feeling, yeah, and a, a connection to each other, which is uh, uh, totally uh, different to 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 their experiences they make as actors before. Yeah? So they are for six days underwater. Without a director, yeah, with with a little bit storyboard, yeah, just for for the light and and the camera position, but they are for hours underwater. They are f- dancing underwater. They are kissing and touching underwater. And then they came out of the water. They are not the same actors than before. Yeah, so they are like 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 nymphs, yeah, male and f- a female and male nymph 
on the surface of Berlin, in the apartments of Berlin, yeah? in the hotels of uh, Düsseldorf at Wuppertal and in Germany, but they are in the water. Yeah? They, they have a body feeling to be as if they are swimming through the streets, swimming through the hotel rooms. Yeah? And so this was, uh, I think this gives us the impression that they are not, uh, we like to, I like to, to look at them and watch them the whole day yeah? because they don't want anything from me. They are enough for each other. And this is great. Mm. Yeah? makes a lot of sense yeah yeah no no that that was perfect um there's i feel like there's a way in which in this film the prosaic and the mythical are constantly side by side and for me that's encapsulated by both of their careers so the figure of the industrial diver yeah. is so fascinating to me because on the one hand it's just it, it, It's so dull in a way. He's fixing dams, you know. It, mm. It's it's not a very romantic job. It's not a very fantastical job. Mm. But when you follow him under the water and he's there and he's drilling and surrounded mm. by this abyss, it feels fantastical. He feels like he's a character from some science fiction movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how did you, I mean, when did you decide that he, that's what he would be, that yeah. he would be an industrial diver? It, there... Mm, Two, two sources. The first source is that 20,000 Miles Under the Sea is one of my favorite movies by Richard Fleischer. Yeah? I like James Mason and the Nautilus yeah, as, Captain, as Captain Nemo. At, at the beginning, when Kirk Douglas uh, is on the Nautilus, there is a, there is a window in the Nautilus where you, uh, uh, where you can see uh, uh, the, the, the abyss and the uh, sub... What is it? Underwater sub... Uh, the under underwater world, yeah, and this window is a, a, a round window, like a lens of a camera. Yeah, so Richard Fleischer always do things like this, as if the cinema opens our eyes. Yeah? So, and you can see a funeral yeah? outside, and all the divers, yeah, divers, yeah, all the divers are a, a li little bit like astronauts. Yeah, they have this big, uh, uh, um, not the costumes suits yeah and there's a funeral and, and they bring a dead body in, uh, underwater i never saw a funeral under an underwater funeral before it's uh, a magic moment yeah this was this was uh, there i thought about industrial diver then uh, i saw a documentary about the uh, about this Potsdamer Platz. we are sitting now here and not far away from us there's much water yeah in, in the, yeah? and Berlin is built on uh, a swamp, yeah? and it's uh, it's there's too much water here, and it's very hard to build houses here. And I saw a documentary about an industrial diver who's working on Potsdamer Platz under this building we are sitting now here, yeah? and it's a very hard job. Yeah? He has to to make a, a Schweißarbeit. <laughs> He has to make welding underwater, and and I saw him. He's a proletarian. He's like in the. The, is, he's like as if he's working Chernobyl, yeah. So and uh, in, and or he's working like in the in the. Das heißt nochmal Bergwerk in the mines, yeah. But on the other hand, he's a, like a, a mysterious astronaut. Yeah? He's uh, yeah. He's he has magic. Yeah? And I was because of his his uh, his LED lamp. Yeah. About and 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 his his face behind the glass. Yeah. So and I think um, that. 
the uh, that that the 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 würde yeah the dignity of proletarian work you can't find in the world yeah in china there is no dignity there is it's it's brutal uh, it's hard there yeah but the dignity of proletarians you can see in the pictures of walker evans for example yeah? and you yeah and you have to find uh, the dignity you can find the dignity under world uh, under with an industrial diver under you know? and so he has a dignity and an innocence and a proletarian body and he and he's meet, he meets a girl who's on the surface yeah? but she is from from underwater but she's he's uh, he met her on the surface and he he loves her because she, she's intellectual the woman is an intellectual he is a, uh, he's a proletarian and uh, and so they they find a dance together yeah this was an old melodramatic structure but uh, but in a very modern uh, circumstance yeah talking about professions and you just brought up uh, the fact that Paula plays an intellectual i think her character and her profession as a historian is really interesting because history has is always the subtext in all your films here you make it the text in a very literal way you know it's just recited but also the fact that we're accessing the history of berlin through these models this plastic models become a stand in for history and so i, I how why did you decide to have these monologues of that recount berlin's history which by the way are so eloquent and yeah. they're they're a text of their own within yeah. the film it, it was uh, uh, it was a little risk to do that like this uh, for for eight minutes without uh, uh, without big editing yeah? but uh, i i know yeah um, that paula bear will do that in a way that for me i'm living in berlin and i'm living uh, in uh, can see my own house in this model yeah so uh, where i'm living and i can see the 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 school of my kids in this model yeah but after paula bear has make her uh, um, descri descriptions of the history of berlin in front of this model berlin uh, i think for a moment uh, can, uh, has returned to a magic place Yeah? and this i think when when an intellectual uh, description yeah can make brings magic back into the world i think we have a future <laughs> that was a, that was a good mic drop we can end there thank you so much for thank doing this much. and making yeah. time for us christian and i know you said that uh this is the start of a new trilogy of three fairy tale movies so i'm really yeah. looking forward to the next couple I've, months I've, i've i've written down in the last two weeks two little exposés for the, these are the next ones there's about a woman Uh, um, and and also about uh, um, a, a, a dystopia. I, I, I'll do a dystopia next year, also with Paula Bear, yeah, and others, uh, other actors you know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, I, I can probably make some good guesses there. All right, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And hope you have a good rest of the festival. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Film Comment Podcast with music by Greg Einge. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Film Comment is a bi-monthly magazine published by Film at Lincoln Center. Since 1962, Film Comment has featured in-depth features, critical analysis, and feature coverage of mainstream, arthouse, and avant-garde filmmaking from around the world. Visit us online at filmcomment.com to purchase a print or digital subscription to Film Comment. 
or check out our app available on Android, iOS, or Kindle. The Film Comment Podcast is sponsored by Kino Lorber, presenting Baccarat from directors Kleber Mendonca Filho and Juliano Donelles. Winner of the jury prize at Cannes and an official selection of the 57th New York Film Festival, Baccarat comes to theaters starting March 6th. This week's podcast is sponsored by the River Run International Film Festival, March 26th through April 5th, featuring over 170 films and special guests, including Tony Bill and Helen Bartlett. Info at riverrunfilm.com slash getaway.